0: You know, being a founder is very courageous. I'm not talking about waking up one day, calling yourself a founder, putting CEO in your LinkedIn and calling it good. I'm talking about every single day, waking up, spending 12 hours working on something that no one thinks you have any business working on, going to bed the next day, waking up, and then and doing that for, for years on end. But but at some point, if, if things work out, you start to push the the boulder over the mountain and things start to work out. And then all of a sudden things start to get not easier, but people start to believe in you more. People start to like help you. They think you can do it. Um, you know this is what they maybe call product market fit well forward thinking founders is a podcast that highlights everything that happens before then we interview founders before they've figured things out when they're still pushing that boulder up the mountain not even sure if they're able to get up to the other side i'm your host matt sherman and let's get into the next episode All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Daniel Lewis, who's a co-founder of Winnow.
1: Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show. Looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of Winnow, what are you working on? What's Winnow?
1: That is a really good question. So um, Winnow is a short form news app that has uh, in the past two years grown to a lot of success, just sort of on its own merit. Um, we've uh, we launched in the App Store, I think we're iOS only now, we launched the App Store a year and a half ago. And um, since then I've been featured as Apple's app of the day twice, um, grown to tens of thousands of regular users. And our whole mission is just making it easier to read news. Um, uh, the thesis of everything we're working on is based around the notion that um, the news is overwhelming, which I think is a concept that most people can agree upon. Um, And lots of people instead of actually trying to find ways to read it just ignore it. Um, And part of that is due just to the fact that the world is overwhelming and that's kind of how it always is and uh, particularly now, Um, but also the fact that the, the systems that are used by the news industry are really based in like a 1990s print era format. Um, So the the format of the article in general, did this concept of, I'm going to give you a like full essay that you have to read just to get all the information out of what is going on in this specific thing, is, is just insane in a mobile media environment. Um, and so everything we've done is kind of taking hints from the successes of social media platforms like Twitter that have really just condensed things into this short format that is built for a five-inch screen, um, but then combining that with the fact checked form- formula of a digital media publication. So pretty much... you you think of us as if Twitter had an editor. Um, And and what you were getting was instead of just user generated content was fact check news updates about the topics that you care about most. And that's what we're working on.
0: And like, help me understand, like actually, if I like was to sign up, I was a user, you know, I became a subscriber. Like what would would I be experiencing? Like, is it it come through my email? Is it like a web app I log into?
1: Can you kind of walk me
0: through like a little bit of like the experience of someone kind of trying it out?
1: Yeah, so... To start, Windows is free on the App Store. You can download it right now, and I encourage all the listeners to do so. Um, outside of that, um, it is an iOS app for now, soon to be cross, uh, cross-functional. But the the experience is super easy. So um, instead of just like a newsletter where you just put in your email and it starts shoveling in your inbox alongside all the advertisements you get from every single clothing line you've ever bought something from, um, you sign up and immediately just follow the topics that you care about. Um, and you end up getting what we call like a 21st century news reading experience, which ends up being a personalized news feed based on your interests. That is um, finite, it's efficient. It's not meant to just like have you sit there and endlessly scroll to find good nuggets. It's really meant to take a process that on social media would take hours to, to be informed and cut that down to five minutes a day. Um, and it's updated live. So it's not, you are not just sending this out to your, your, your phone once a day. It's as these stories are breaking, um, you're getting a notification on your phone, right? We are almost always the first one to jump on these stories. And you saw that, you know, literally an hour ago when the judge ruled in the Apple, Apple Epic case. And we were, I think, news app number two to actually to say anything about this. Um, and and that's more or less the experience. Um, really the best way to get it is to download it and sign up, um, which is free to do for the time being. So, yeah.
0: And wh- why did you decide to kind of get started on this? You know, what's interesting about this market and why, why you and your, your team kind of decided to go after it?
1: Yeah, so technology in general tends to do bad things to the media landscape, at least as it currently stands. Um, But that doesn't have to be what it does. Um, A lot of that is because the incentive of those companies is not actually to inform people, it's not actually to educate people, it's to both entertain and addict people um, for lack of a better term. And um, we're trying to sort of really take the hints of the content format that those social media and tech companies have found and integrate that with a um a a company that is based around keeping people informed rather than just keeping people endlessly engaged um and so that that business model is a lot of different things and we like we do fundamentally believe that that different that change can happen and can come from like technology doing good in the in the information ecosystem Um, but that's not what most of the companies that most, through which most people get their current news are doing. Um, so that's, that's most of our inspiration. I mean, in short, like it sucks to read news online now. There is way too much content and not enough time for anyone involved. Um, and we want to make that easier.
0: And it, tell me a little bit about like how you spend your day. I mean, I know you, you, you have a co-founder, I'm not sure about a team, but like, like when you wake up. Uh, you know, when you woke up today, aside from this like 20 minute sliver of a podcast, like how do you know what to work on?
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, like a huge chunk of our day, not a huge chunk, a solid chunk of our day is reading stories. Um, I mean, part of the 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 pitch of this company is that we read the news so you don't have to. Um, and we do that live. We do that as these stories are breaking um, so that, you you know, it's not like you have a, a five minute read with your coffee in the morning and, and you're done, which is sort of like, really a pre-mobile era newspaper model. This is like a mobile era, mobile app model where you know things are happening all the time. You're constantly looking at your phone, you're constantly trying to figure out what's going on um, and we acknowledge that. Um, and so a good chunk of our day is getting those stories, finding those stories, sifting through the crap and finding the important ones, um, and then writing writing these updates that we push out live to, to, to our app. Um, the rest of it, at least at this point, has been focused on um, prepping different product changes and also just fundraising. Um, We are a free revenue product and we are a, um, uh, haven't actually taken on really much formal fundraising in any capacity, Um, but we've had a lot of successes until now. And our, I mean, both of us as founders are pretty much right out of college. Um, And so the networks we have in order to actually engage those folks are pretty limited. Um, And so having conversations with you and engaging with other people is sort of a big chunk of the day. of trying to find ways in which we can, um, in this virtual environment, actually like make those engagements happen. Um, So at least for the time being, that's what a lot of what we've been focused on. um, And uh, that's gonna shift hopefully as fundraising finalizes, moving to product, moving to growth and all those sorts of things.
0: And if you were to look out like five, 10, 15 years into the future, what would you say the big vision is is here and what direction are you rowing in as you build this out?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I I was born in 1996, so I'm honestly a little late for this, but like people born like probably five to 10 years before, like you're lots of folks before, before me are used to waking up every morning and reading a newspaper. It gets delivered to your front doorstep and that's kind of your, your consumption of information for the day. Um, Two things have changed significantly since then. One is just the amount of types of information and the amount of information has increased exponentially. Um, And two is the, the the mediums through which we can consume that information has shrunk and also just become omnipresent. Um, so our goal in sort of a five, in like a five year horizon would be really to recreate this, this notion of um, a newspaper for a internet or mobile era. Um, so becoming kind of your personalized newspaper that follows that you can carry around with you that has all the content you care about on the web curated into one space. Rather than sort of an endless feed of just like user-generated content, it's like I can have my news stories I care about from the topics I care about, make them my podcasts in one place. I can have my newsletters I care about all in one place, and I can have my RSS feeds if we want to go like fancy like that. Um, but that that needs um, that both sort of editorial curated and self curated, which is like you choose the podcast you want to follow, needs a better environment to consume that in that than just you know the the endless feeds that we're used to, and that's sort of ultimately what we see um as this becoming um, that's years down the line um, and uh, we have we have a lot to a lot of road to, to walk to get there but the early signs are good
0: and in order to make it happen you'll need some help right it takes a village to make a startup work so my question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders community help are you hiring you know you mentioned you're raising money potentially Are you're looking for users or customers you know how can we assist
1: yeah so um nice of you to ask um, we're, as I mentioned before, we're 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 trying to raise our first round of money. Um, we're really interested and excited to get in touch with with people, investors, interest who share this vision and this mission of using technology to improve the information ecosystem, not just to engage people and drain dollar ad dollars from it. Um, and uh, those people are hard to find. Um, and so, if anyone listening is interested in that, we'd love for you to connect with us. Um, otherwise, the only other ask I really have is like. Check out the app and let us know what you think. Um, as I mentioned, it's free on the App Store. It's called Winno W I N N O, um, and it's a super easy sign up. And really, I mean, we're we have a great early user base that loves what we're doing. Um, but there's always room to improve from different perspectives, different insights, and we'd be happy to get those from across the board.
0: And then for my last question, if someone wanted to learn more or find you, like on the internet, how can they find you? Do you have a website or social media account or an email address or you know something like that?
1: Um, Yeah, so I I think most of my social media accounts are locked. So those are no dice. Um, But uh, you always can reach me at daniel at winnow.news. And I think actually it should be winnow.app. I don't know if the URL works over there, but um, that's probably the best way to reach me if anyone has any questions.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Matt. I really appreciate you having me.
0: All right, thank you so much for listening to that episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you are still with me and you are an angel investor or a venture capitalist, or maybe you're a scout or analyst at a larger fund, I have some exciting news to share with you. If the conversation you just heard was interesting to you, if that founder you know seems smart or that they're working on an interesting space, you actually can learn more about that founder if you want to at SeedScout.com. SeedScout.com is the best pre-seed and seed database for startups on the Internet. All you have to do is go on to seedscout.com, search the startup's name, and you can learn about their fundraising status. Are they fundraising? What's their valuation? You could learn about their background information and see the founders' LinkedIn. You could even learn about their traction and see if they're pre revenue or post revenue, or if they're you know growing very quickly with their monthly updates or not. Um, Seed Scout is $50 a month. And in exchange for that $50 a month, you get access to over a thousand startups and their data that's changing every single month. And we're adding dozens of companies every single week. So if you want to dominate pre-seed startup investing, just make an account at seedscout.com and I'll see you over there. Thanks for listening. Bye.